Dear listeners, are you tired of the endless cycle of fad diets and extreme measures? It's time to wake up to a better weight loss solution with Robody. As someone who's been through the ups and downs of weight loss, I know firsthand the challenge of trying to find what will stick. That's why if I qualified for Robody today, I'd jump at the chance for a scientifically backed program that supports long-term success. With Robody, you'll gain access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market, paired with personalized lifestyle changes. Over 200,000 people have already chosen Row to help them lose weight. Say goodbye to the roller coaster of weight loss dreams and hello to sustainable, real results with Robody. Go to row.co slash snoozecast. Sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 a month after that. Medication costs are separate. That's ro.co slash snoozecast. subscribed and written a review yet, please do. We get closer to our goal every week. Your reviews continue to amaze us and we learn from your feedback as well. So thank you for taking the time to share. This episode is supported by Gusty Winds Heard From Bed. Tonight, we bring you Sunday Dinner, a snoozecast original. In this story, experience visiting an old friend's cozy farm home and the comforting meal prepared and enjoyed inside. Let's get cozy. Close your eyes. Relax your body into the softness of your bed. Now, take a few deep breaths. Sunday dinner. Smoke curls up and out of a one and a half story cabin topped with a red tin roof. The smell of wood smoke is in the brisk air all around this small homestead. A narrow lane of light gray asphalt bordered on both sides by disorderly stone walls is sometimes used for deliveries, the running of errands, and the welcoming of friends by those who call this cabin home. There's a sense of openness about this place 
Across the road, there are wide open hay fields currently laid low by the late autumn chill. A thin strip of bare brown trees on the other side of the little traveled byway stand at the front edge of the property. Most of the land is wooded, but there is a not small field of low grass surrounding the cabin on all sides. To the right of the home, 11 apple trees comprise a tidy orchard. Just one month before, the orchard's branches were heavy with fruit. As the weather cooled, the baseball-sized apples were picked and carefully placed in wicker baskets, which were then carried into the home and either stored for the winter or made into pies and preserves. Falling leaves followed the harvest, which left the little orchard and the surrounding wood, which seemed to brood always, even during the bright summers, completely exposed. At this time of year, the property always took on an air of responsibility. Gone were the scattered toys and lawn tools. Those had been tucked away long before the first snowfall of the season, along with a small ladder for plucking apples in the orchard and an assortment of rusted but still useful yard tools. Hours had been spent raking and burning the fallen leaves in great fires that roared late into the night, keeping the cold at bay for a little while at least. On the first floor of the cabin, there are four rooms. A bedroom is located in the northwestern corner of the small house, adjacent to the living room, which opens up into a dining room and a small kitchen. In the home's basement, there's a coal black cast iron wood stove. Its heavy walls hold flames that are kept bright with the logs that are stacked neatly along the basement's back wall. Firelight casts undulating shadows across the splintered tinder. The fuel had been driven apart by hand with the aid of an axe, a large mallet, and a triangular-shaped spike about seven inches in length. The wood, taken from a birch that had grown too heavy for the loose soil where it took root, had been left to cure all last winter until most of the moisture had evaporated, leaving light, dry sticks that would burn cold.